0: We're back. I'm Susie Meister, and I'm still Sarah Rice. We're talking about crime today. Dun
1: dun dun. <laughs> or if I were Law and Order, it'd be like dun dun.
0: Why? What, are they, what is that? That's what. They, that's I've a- never seen that show. Oh
1: gosh, <laughs> dead to me. See, this is what one of those ways where we're not. not no, because I love life. true stuff. Like I love unsolved mysteries. Okay, well, a lot of these are, as they put but it, it's ripped piece. from the headlines.
0: <laughs> Headlines. That's what they say on Law and Order. Yes, all of, so many of them. I don't know; it's dramatized.
1: Yeah, but I love it. But you know what? The truth is always stranger than fiction. So sometimes, often not dramatized.
0: That's why, I like serial, the podcast. Oh, it's so good. And then, the, what's the one criminal? With, the one with Robert Durst, though.
1: Oh my gosh, what is it? Called? The what Jinx. The Jinx. If listen, people out there, if you have not seen. The Jinx on HBO with Robert Durst. It's so about good. Robert Durst. To call into work, to <laughs> pretend like you have a little. I will snivels, send you my HBO or, Go password. Yeah, please, because <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. It will consume the next six hours of your life, you, and the last episode is the most exciting thing that has ever happened in television. I mean, it's a we are like a year but,
0: behind, but well, yeah,
1: but still, it's, it's like so a good. classic. Like there's another one called. I think it's called like under the staircase or something. That's another story of a documentary person who like uncovered the case wow. or figured the case out. And I can't get a hold of it. Like you have to actually get the Netflix where they send you the video. You can't like watch it on the.
0: I hate that. I not
1: nah, hate it too. So I have to. I have to get it because it's it's supposed to be really good. But well, anyways.
0: Yeah. So we're crime. talking about. <laughs> we just. um... We Here's what happens on the Brain Candy Podcast. <laughs> Basically, we don't plan anything. Nope. And then we come together. No, you have to just put it in a nicer twist.
1: We're oh. spontaneous.
0: <laughs> yes. So we come together. And then we just decide... Hey, what have you been thinking about lately? And any kind of overlap, that's the theme of this (laughs) Yeah, let's go with that. Me too. You've been thinking about food? Okay, well, (laughs) that's our theme for the week. So we've been thinking about crime, Mm -hmm. so that's what we're going to talk about. But first, I just wanted to share a funny story because, so by the time you, see, by the time you listen to this... You might not even get to listen to this because according to my mother, the world is ending soon and the evidence of that is coming up this what? week, although when you hear it, it'll be over. The blood moon.
1: Oh. So. Well, that sounds terrifying.
0: There's this. <laughs> it does. The blood moon is a phenomenon that happens. Supposedly, the moon turns a shade of red during these specific times of, of the, of not the year because it's a rare occurrence. This mm-hmm. year, there have been four though. And she says it hasn't happened in 37,000 years or something. I have
1: to do some research on this.
0: So on Facebook, I did a post that said, my mom thinks the world is going to end because of something about blood moons and Israel or something. Anyway, if you thought the world was going to end, wouldn't you give your favorite daughter your Cartier bracelet? (laughs) What an act of faith that would be. Well, long story short, she won't give it to me. So so then, Sarah's mom. Oh my God. She's probably listening. Hello, Sally. Hi, mom. (laughs) She is a riot, but she's also a psychic and she's very, very spiritual. Uh
1: huh. She's very spiritual. And she
0: wrote under my post. Uh, It's the day of grand ascension. Huge energy intervention not seen in 30,000 years. The 27th of September, she is feeling this. People passing from third to fifth dimensions, so the prophets say. World as we know it ending, not destroyed. Sensitives will know and experience. Those asleep won't notice anything. That's what the elders say. And then my sister wrote, I feel like Sally is talking to different elders than mom. (laughs) Which is true because my mom would be freaked out by, like, any kind of psychic talk. But that kind of makes, I mean, yeah. well, it makes sense to me because it sounds a
1: lot more comforting.
0: So, I'm like, yeah, I'll go with that one. That's
1: the truth I'd like well, to believe. Well, the funny
0: part is, whenever my mom was talking about it, I was like, wait, so the world's ending? And she's like... It's it's not ending. It's the beginning of the end. <laughs> like, like I was how stupid. optimistic, yeah. but also just like dummy, Susie. It's not ending. It's just starting to end. <laughs> but anyway, I just love it. Sally pipes up and has great stuff to say, and she, she's our biggest fan. She might be she, our only fan. She might be. might be the only listener she, that we have,
1: and she listens and comments, <laughs> and we like that. So.
0: Sally, thank you for thank commenting you, on that mom. post and for being so tolerant of oh, my jackassery. So that's so funny.
1: Well, I hope the world's not it, but if it does start, I'm ready with my emergency kit.
0: Yeah, I mean but we're ready for that. I'm
1: totally cool with that.
0: My mom thinks it's going to be Armageddon though, and I am not ready for that. The comments for falling from the sky? No, basically like uh, Judgment Day. Mm. You know, if you don't oh, if you're not they're going to be like.
1: Mm. Yeah. Susie, Bad back, in <laughs> <laughs> back in the
0: line. line. Yeah. No, that line
1: over
0: oh. <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, yeah, so, but she's hoping that, you know, train up a child in the way he shall go, and when he is old, he will not go from it, or whatever that Bible verse is about, like, you know, she trained me a certain way to believe a certain way, so even if oh. I've gone away from what I grew up believing, I'll be back. I'll be back for some of that oh, loving. Well. Wow. <laughs> So there you go. If the world starts ending, you heard it here first on the Brain Candy podcast. Will there be wine in the afterlife? <laughs> Jesus loved wine. I right? know he did. Yeah, <sighs>
1: good guy. So fingers I crossed. Should... That is. His... What do you want to start uh, with? My question. Speaking of Jesus, what yeah. the heck is the H short for?
0: I know. I just read an article about that from did Allie. I? No, you didn't. Yeah, kidding. Allie asked me. So then I had to go look it up because. Allie's we, a
1: mutual friend. Of oh, ours, I'm sorry. So we yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. These guys
0: don't know. <laughs> We're just sitting <Allie>. here talking. <laughs> yeah, Allie. <laughs> Hi. Shout out to Al Gal. There is an actual reason. Let me let me read it again. But I I did not know this.
1: That they say Jesus H Christ. Yeah. I mean, I was just in the bathroom the other day, and I was like, "What's the age short for?"
0: Yeah. Let me look it up. So. Mm-hmm. Um. I like Heavenly Father. What well, this? This seems to just imply that it's an expletive, but that the H is not important. Hold on.
1: I still think it's funny.
0: No, there's a there's a story behind it. Oh, Mark Twain. Yeah. Mark Twain, huh? Yeah. He's always up to something I know. Okay. R.I.P. Oh, Jesus Herald Christ. Jesus Herald Christ? A common misinterpretation of the phrase in the Lord's Prayer, Hallowed be thy name. So they, you uh-huh. know, it's like Harold be I'm thy name. Got it. Oh, look at that. There she that's the folk etymology. Mm. And that's what I told our friend Allie. But I had not heard that when she asked me. I thought, well, yeah. lifetime learner here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm lifetime go lifetime look that up. I, This is the problem with. Like, anytime you get a Ph.D. in anything, then you're supposed to know everything. Mm-hmm,
1: this is true. Even I always like, expect you to be the authority on pretty much everything. Well,
0: can you imagine if in class they were like, Jesus H. Christ stands for... Like, <laughs> we didn't cover that in Jesus school. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that will not be on the test or on the final. No. All right, so what do you want to start with? You probably have some stuff. If you don't, I, I have some stuff. Some Shoot. Shoot. Well, I was just reading that book... The cases that haunt us, and that's about like the unsolved, like big famous, like the Zodiac. Zodiac was one of them. That's a good one, boy. There was a book came out. I just ordered it. That was written by a guy who claims his dad was the Zodiac, (gasps) and that he. He was an, adopted by another family, and then when he went searching for his biological family, no, he figured no. it out how. Oh,
1: I have to read that book. Yeah. That sounds fascinating. They should make a movie out of that.
0: <laughs> See, and that's I mean, what the Zodiac would want, because oh, he, <laughs> totally he was always would. saying like he's going to play me in the movie. And so, oh my god, that's the creepiest story. Yeah, and it,
1: it's very convincing too. Now I heard that at any given time there are roughly sixty serial killers actively working in the United States.
0: That's more than one estate. state.
1: It seems totally logical to me. That seems like a very fair number. And that's really freaking
0: creepy. Who's your favorite serial killer? Jeffrey Dahmer. That,
1: I answered he's too quickly. Didn't no, I? he's a good one. I did a report. I, I went through a phase. Originally, my major in school was uh, criminology. And I went through a phase in high school where I did every single book report on serial killers. And so I did my sophomore big autobiography project on Jeffrey Dahmer and learned a lot. What do you like about him? Um, I just think it was real. I always think the stories of how they got caught are really fascinating. So I loved the story that the guy that he had a guy that he took up to his room and who he drugged and then he got away for a bit and Mm -hmm. then he stopped a cop, and the cop didn't believe him because he thought he was just a gay guy because he was in a gay neighborhood yeah. or something. And he thought, you know, and and there was yeah, this is a serial killer yeah. the whole time. And it, it's very dis, dis, ugh, disturbing, but when they hold on to the body parts, yeah. because it goes against everything, we as human beings, like, I think there's something, and with every animal, like, nobody keeps their dead around. Like, that is something that crosses all species. Like, you don't, because of disease, because there's a million reasons that we've turned into something that's just, like, a cultural thing. But nobody wants freaking dead bodies around. And then these guys just...
0: Well, he ate them.
1: Love them. Yeah. Eat them with mustard.
0: With mustard.
1: And that's all he had in his fridge. It was, like, con- a condiments and body parts. <gasps> oh! And I also heard only about 20% of people could actually be cannibals because your body doesn't have the right enzymes to allow. Oh, wait. like Yeah. But then I, I wonder if people who bite their too. nails are yeah. <laughs> are those guys cannibals? If you like bite your nails or cuticles.
0: You wonder that because you bite your nails. <laughs> I do! And I'm like, what if I'm
1: one of the
0: 20%? That's hilarious. So these are thoughts that I My have My favorite day. is, um, well, it, up until this point, it's the Unabomber. Because you've always been a fan of the Unabomber, I really like him because he he's a PhD. He's educated, but also because, like you said, how he got caught was so interesting. Like they can't keep it to themselves. Well, yeah. Like he wrote that manifesto, and then once they published it, the brother saw it and it recognized the style and the oh. rant, and he knew. And then the brother had to turn him in, and then they went and got him in the woods. But I'm thinking about switching to Ted Bundy. You should be
1: the Unabomber for Halloween.
0: just wear
1: a That'd be sunglasses people will get it like and and do it you know (laughs) how have you ever seen the the the, when you can like wear the right colors to make yourself look like a black and white photo have you seen how people do this oh wow oh it's really cool you can like make yourself look almost like a black and white photo with the right colors and the right makeup you should definitely do that and be the unibomber i fully support this idea
0: (laughs) i'll think about it okay
1: okay it's time to commit Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E
0: dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm thinking about switching, though, my favorite to Ted Bundy. You know? Yeah. I'm glad you brought him up. We're <laughs> <You're> so weird. <laughs> I know. Why? I
1: knew a girl whose mother went on a date with Ted Bundy. Are you sure? Positive. And she's living. And she went on a group date to oh, a barbecue with smart. him. Got weird vibes and never went on a second date. That's weird. Next woman she dated after her.
0: Dead. Dead.
1: Oh, my God. Probably the third, fourth, and fifth woman after her was dead, too. But yeah.
0: Tell me why you love Ted Bundy. Well, he's interesting because he was totally charming and charismatic and handsome. Wait, he's always
1: my go-to when somebody tries to tell me that they're not pathological. I always say, "Well, neither was
0: Ted Bundy." Yeah, you No. Know. because he, you know, it usually like in this book that I'm reading or read the cases that haunt us. They can usually profile, um, and they can usually tell whether the the victim or the, victor, the um, perpetrator is somebody who has, like. A loner,
1: yeah, you know, who oh, yeah. like, had
0: a bad relationship with their mom or something, bedwetter, they're always yeah. bedwetters, <laughs> or if they're you know fit into society, those are the ones that freak me out the most because they're just hanging out, yeah. Same with like pedophiles, I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Oh, gosh,
1: it's That's kind of
0: a weird thing creepy. to think about, but, but it's because I read this article on salon.com written by a pedophile.
1: Oh, <gasps> go on. Well,
0: he was like saying. You know, and I'm not the monster that you think, because he has never acted on it. He just has this a sexual craving, and I was really mad at them for publishing it, because I felt like I don't want you to humanize, right? Even if he hasn't done anything, because I take my kid out, and even if you look at my son, yeah, that to me,
1: not okay. So what's the
0: answer though? If they don't do anything wrong, (sighs) they just have a preference. There was probably
1: Law and Order episode on this.
0: Well, I think there was. What did you learn?
1: where a little boy had those, like a, or a young teenager boy had those kind of same things. And, and that's they what left, the guy said. they left the episode as, like, open-ended. Like, it's <sighs> one of those, this is for your opinion, because can you really fault somebody for having thoughts? That I mean, it's terrible. Like, those are people who need to go get help, but it's kind of, oh. Ooh. Do you think
0: they can be helped? Even if it was environmental and something triggered it, I don't know that it can be undone.
1: I've even asked my... I, I took uh, neuropsychology and I asked and we studied uh, the removal of testosterone and the removal of hormones, certain male hormones in uh, roosters and what it does to them. Yeah. And they stop like crowing and they their little waddle goes away, a little thing that they have underneath. Mm-hmm. So. I And then they studied when they put the testosterone in their, you know, testes back in these chickens that they turned back into, like, male roosters. And I asked my professor if preference can change when you do that. Yeah. If, because, you know, maybe you can say that that's an excuse for, you know, something gets messed up and then the, uh, maybe a a big burst of some sort of hormone could and the answer she gave me was no not really those are things that are generally fixed from an experience or fixed from like fixed from birth yeah really. like
0: attraction
1: you can't yeah you can't really
0: and that's what people that. say that those places that have therapies to make people uh-uh. you know pray the gay away type stuff it's that like doesn't work It's inhumane, too.
1: Every psychologist has said that. I mean, anyone that's... So
0: what do you do, though? freaking What would you do if somebody came up to you and was like, I have an attraction to young kids, but I've I've never done anything? It... Ooh. Like, what would you say to that?
1: Well, I don't know what I would say to somebody, but I know if it were me, I would go through the process of, like, chemical castration or something like that. I would be so terrible, like... The, the the thought of maybe acting on that or the guilt of dealing with that would be like so severe that ugh, this but guy I don't know. was asking
0: for compassion because he was saying you know that his life is basically wrecked because of this and that even though he hasn't even done anything that he's treated like a monster and that his well how sexual, is he treated like a monster if nobody knows about it if he hasn't done anything because he doesn't hide it. Like he tells. But he's people- just telling people like, "Hey, I love I little boys, I'm but too- I'm really a nice
1: guy because I'm not touching him.
0: I think there was a he joined okay. a chat room about it, and yeah, there those was chat like a sting- rooms are
1: just covers for exchange of child porn. And after
0: Jared from Subway, I don't believe <laughs> any of them. Subway. Come on. Yeah, this he said there was nothing illegal going on there. They were just sharing their stories, and then he got lumped into this group, and then he got fired from his job at, like, Home Depot or wherever he was working.
1: Well, I'm glad he wasn't working at, like...
0: Right. ...Disneyland. Well, he... <laughs> right, and he, um... He basically lives off of disability because he only has one hand. I mean, this guy can't catch him right. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> it's not funny, what it is. No, but like. Right, it was just like another thing. And he was abused as a child, as, as you hear often, mm-hmm. you know, and he wonders if that triggered it, but he doesn't know. And like, what do what you do? I think, yes. Yeah. I think maybe it's
1: okay, you know what? I don't think, maybe it's not permanent. Maybe it is just, because now that you think about it, when, you know, there are, and again, correlation, not causation. Yeah. But there is some link between people who are pedophiles and people who were sexually Abuse, yeah, or experience you have some,
0: a, like a latent genetic thing, and then it's triggered. Yes, by exactly. I always
1: talk about it, uh, anything like that as being like a light bulb in the socket. Now, for example, schizophrenia runs in my family, and I have relatives who did suffer from that. And I think, okay, well, oh my god, am I going to be schizophrenic? Well, maybe you your light bulb is in the socket, but until an environmental trigger comes along, like some major trauma that you don't get help from or whatever, that light switch just stays off. Mm-hmm. But when you experience that trauma, then the light switch flips on. If there were no light bulb in there, light switch flips on, nothing happened. No trigger of schizophrenia because there's no light bulb in the socket. Yeah. So that's kind of how I've explained it or be, it's been explained yeah, to we, me. We, so possibly. I think it could be like that. And I think with that, the right kinds of therapies could retrain a brain to not make... Because I think maybe a lot of the sexuality is associations that you're making. So your brain experienced sex for the first time in this way. So now every time you experience something sexual, you have to relate it to the first time you experienced or had that sexual experience, which is really, really negative and really abusive and terrible. So if you go back and... Do some sort of psychotherapy, like uh, what is the one? EMDR, eye movement desensitization, and something that starts with an R? Mm-hmm.
0: Reprogramming. Mm-hmm.
1: It helps retrain the brain to not make those associations to things that are triggers, and it's really It'd be help-
0: worth a try. It
1: writes that, yeah. so I'm thinking maybe there is yeah. a way to undo it. So he needs to be seeking. Well, this is dark. Just get back to Fred well, Durst, ta- man.
0: Like that's that dark. He yeah, murdered, but that's like, like a he, I don't
1: know. I think it's also <laughs> kind of not hilarious. It's not anyway hilarious. But there's something you know.
0: Well, his personality is so quirky. Out even outside of the murdering, he freaking human. dressed in drag, went into <laughs> a convenience store, and peed all over the counter, and then just left. Yeah.
1: And then he stole like a thing of like hohos Do you have
0: sympathy for him? No. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think I was gonna say? Absolutely, right. I did. When I watched the Jinx, I was like, "This guy got dealt a bad deck of genetic cards." Oh,
1: I think that guy is, I mean, loonier than. What do you than, think? He's evil. Yeah, when I look at his eyes, that I see pure evil, like sociopath. Yeah, I, and his eyes are like black. Like they, I don't know yeah. if it's, they did that intentionally on when they shot it to make it look like that. But in the way he talks, there's zero compassion, and like he is a narcissistic. Like he's totally a sociopath. That's why he
0: did the film. I know. Yeah. Or That's the why he series. was like,
1: "Oh, look at me! Like, if you're gonna tell the story, tell it the right way." Yeah. I mean, he did the film after a
0: movie was made. Yeah, about capturing him. the Freedmans, <gasps> and then that was the documentary and that's who made his series. Oh, the the Freedmans I never saw. Oh my God. See it. <sighs> it's unbelievable. It's one of the top documentaries of all well, time. Dang. It's you will not quit talking about it. We're gonna have to have one episode <laughs> to it. <laughs> okay. It's phenomenal. Because it's the same concept, but even more compelling because it's a family and, and relationships are involved. Robert Durst was very it was very much an individual yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this, Capturing Mm. the Freedmans is like a family dealing with these accusations about abuse and things like that. There, uh,
1: there's a new TV show out about the family members of serial killers. No! Yes.
0: What's it called? I can't
1: remember. I think it's on, like, BBC or TLC or something like that. Or maybe (sighs) it's on True Crime or something like that. But it's, I have to watch it now. It's about the family members of like oh, these guys that's really
0: interesting I would yeah totally because could that.
1: you imagine you know that's a really hard thing to, to uh, people think genetics plays such a huge role in who we are and who we become And could you imagine living with I mean think about how all, you know even people who have okay decent to good parents go ugh I don't want to turn into my mother yeah could you imagine if you said, ugh, I don't want to turn into your father, and your father was Ted Bundy or something? Yeah. Like,
0: you'd live... I, did you see the interviews with um, the Jeffrey Dahmer's parents?
1: No. Oh, my God.
0: Susie, I just need to we catch We have up. so much to watch. I know. This weekend is just going to be spent <laughs> I mean, with hog and and serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> He's so... Um, the dad, especially, is so sweet, seemingly, uh. and... This was before Jeffrey died because Jeffrey was interviewed for it too, and oh man, it was just like then you put yourself in their shoes. Like, what if my kid? Oh,
1: forget it. That's what I'm God even forbid. more scared. I'm like, God, for, oh God, oh Lord.
0: Yeah, but-
1: man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill patio sunset. Hard to get better than that, unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
0: But The Jeffrey, wait, Robert Durst thing, like, I felt sympathy for him. Like, he watched his mom kill herself, right?
1: Yeah, that's true. He did.
0: So, I'm saying that's the
1: light switch. That's
0: the... Let's so switch. why did you feel bad for him? Because he killed a bunch of people. Because, the, see, like, the guy who was telling you, or,
1: you know, or writing that article, he had this common sense to get help or, like, to try to do something about it. hmm Fred Durst is like, kill them all, of course.
0: Yeah. That's what he said. While he's taking a poop.
1: And I love that he talks to himself. I'm like, that couldn't get better. <laughs> Can
0: you, Miss Psychologist, tell me why that is so common? Why, talking to yourself? With crazy folks, like on the streets? I don't
1: think, I think it's... They're talking to voices? Well, yeah. A lot of times it's auditory hallucinations, but also, because I had a... Prof- we discussed this, and it's funny that you mentioned that, because we discussed this in one of my psychology classes. Um, Hello. And...
0: That was weird. Okay. I
1: thought that was a knock on the door.
0: Yeah. What if it's
1: Rough Renders? That's the guy from (laughs) the best That's even worse. (laughs) Rough Renders. Okay, so what were we saying? That. Auditory hallucination. Oh, auditory hallucination. But also, my professor proposed the idea that people who are do live a life of mental illness on the street are rather lonely and that could you imagine like somebody to talk to even if you're talking to yourself just hearing something is comforting and then she even asked the class how many of you guys have ever talked to yourself i admittedly do do but mm-hmm. not really, you know, not like I walk around going, what are you going to do today, Sarah? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to go to get some groceries. Like, it's more like when I do something ridiculous. Like, I, you know, drop something and it breaks up. So, like, when I shattered the, my iPhone cover <laughs> and was like, oh, are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. those kind of things but where that, I'm talking. You're
0: self-aware. If someone were around and you saw that they saw you talking to yourself, you'd be like, oh, I just broke whatever. Yeah. But these yeah. people are in their own.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh universe. Yeah. Well I would say
1: a lot of times, auditory hallucinations, but, but maybe it's that feeling of like loneliness and like, some people just talk that my mom talks to herself all the time. I, I remember she, when I was a little Poor kid. Poor Sally. She's no. said.
0: today. She,
1: she would talk to herself when she was like, doing her biz in the bathroom. What would she say? Like, you know what? And this is funny because I do it in my head. So, like, in her defense. What? what do you do? Is she playing both sides of the argument.
0: Getting you into lie. ten
1: arguments with people. Like, in your head.
0: You lie. You don't do that? No. You don't do that!
1: No. Where you go, okay, so this is what, like, I'm thinking about, you know, a lot of times it happens with your significant other. But you think about, okay, so I'm about to get, I'm going to bring this information up to him, and then he's going to say this, and I know what he's going to say, and then I'm going to say, <laughs> oh, well... You know, this is, it, you kind of answer for them in your head and you play both sides. It's like practicing your argument in your head. No. Okay. Well, you are far better <laughs> on the spot than I am.
0: No, no. I mean, I just. I brought this up with my husband. He said he does it too.
1: He rehearses. Yes. And like has plays like when he's negotiating a business deal um, or when anytime I mean, like I mean, I can some, understand
0: preparing your own side. I can't imagine. It's like anticipating
1: their, what they're going to say and then what your response could be to it. Huh. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me?
0: <laughs> no, maybe I'm the weird one, I don't know. You're just good on the fly. I don't know. I just don't think like that. But that's that's what scares me is the human mind is so complicated and like I get into these rabbit holes and I, like I eventually I in fact, I was just telling my husband I read this article about Steve Jobs, the dead yeah. guy.
1: The dead guy. Because that's not the label he gets.
0: How about like the man who like found an iPod and all those things? He gets the, the label. Reason the reason I call him that is because I get him in Bill Gates up. Oh, yeah. Bill, up, Gates, and Bill Gates is the live guy. Fair, fair. <laughs> so this article is talking about how Steve Jobs had no interest in philanthropy, charity, right. building wells, saving the world for maids, but Bill Gates does, right? So they're very similar people in certain ways, but yeah. one of them has a very charitable. Uh, mind and in, is interested in making changes, positive changes in the world. And one wasn't, and and he believed that his products, the uh, Apple products, were the contribution that he was helping the world in a different way. Right, and so he he was just sort of like, this is what I do. He had a focus, and that's mm-hmm. all he did. And he didn't care about like finding a cure for cancer. And mm-hmm. I thought, is he a sociopath? Like, he admits that he was a bad dad. Mm-hmm. And he talks, talked about how, like, you, there's only 24 hours in a day. Right. And so if you're building the iPhone, right. then you might not be, have as much time for your kids. Right. And so I was talking to Adam about it. And, like, it kind of made me depressed. Like, that, because then you think about Bill Gates. He's given billions of dollars right. away. Right. And, like, to me, the world looks the same. So it's like, mm. you know,
1: I get yeah, real that's, sad. Yeah, but that's a very, like, macro, is that the word here? Yeah. That, But if you were to look it's on an individual level, then I bet there are people who could say that their lives are better because of something that they got from Bill Gates and his yeah. charitable donations. Yeah. So it's kind of like that story of a, a little boy walking along the beach picking up starfish and throwing it back into the ocean after a storm. And a little girl comes up to him and says there's no way you'll be able to take care of every single one of these starfish. They're going to be dead before you get to them. And it's not even going to make a difference. And he picks up another one and throws, it and he goes, well, I made a difference to that one. And it's like, yeah, sure, you might not be able to save them all, but you...
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's this sense of we're emptying the ocean with a teaspoon. And mm-hmm. it. if I think about it, it really gets me down. Because you just yeah. feel like it's futile and... Why do I even bother worrying about it? Why don't I be like Bill, the dead guy, (laughs) Steve Jobs, Jobs. and just sort of like put my focus where I want to, you know? Yeah. But then he looks like a crazy sociopath.
1: Well, I wonder also with Steve Jobs, if he you know, I don't, I'm, I bet that he wasn't the guy who was like, honey, let's have a baby. Yeah. I'd really like to bring life into this world so I can take care of it. No. So, no, he wasn't. I don't think it was probably... He probably got married because that's just what you're supposed to do or somebody forced him into it. Got people who are like that, men or women, who are focused on that one thing. I, I get it. I think that there is a real need for people like that. I think Einstein was like that. I think... Oh really? Yeah, I think Stephen Hawking is like that. I think mm. like he's had a lot of like failed marriages that yeah. guy, you know? Mm. And I think I think that it could be overwhelmingly there's like a lot of burden. It could be very overwhelming to be so smart.
0: Yes. I just, I'm like, (laughs) yeah, this is a burden I know. I heard an interview with Chris Rock, and I'm sorry I keep piping up with more, like, I just read this, whatever. No, I love it. But he talked about how, I think he was saying how he struggles with some depressive feelings.
1: as do a lot of comedians.
0: Yeah, and he was saying, like, that people say ignorance is bliss, and that when you're a comedian, or a lot of other things, but a comedian job is to pay attention mm-hmm. and to be not ignorant and to notice everything. Mm-hmm. And so if you're the opposite of ignorant, then it's the opposite of bliss. Right. So a you lot of str- have like pain.
1: And-, and the more and more I, the deeper I get into my f- field of psychology and working towards my masters, the more I'm able to point out things about myself that are not, not necessarily not good, but need improvement or could be better in order to make me happier and it's kind of like if you've only had vanilla ice cream your whole life you'd be like i don't really care about chocolate chip or mint chip or anything like that you know but if you uh
0: oh my gosh (laughs) we got treats the beverage train Yes rolled in what is this ladies Oh, what, what did you make for us? Um, Ice coffee with Maker's Mark. Oh, oh, my God. God. This, is is clink clink clink. this is a clink, clink day. This is a clink, clink day. Well, our fans Thank said they you. liked that before. Yeah. So, cheers, Sue. Round two. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> clink, clink. Clink, clink. clink. Mm. Yeah. What did he say was? Oh, I was, like, delicious. too excited to iced even think Ice coffee and Maker's
1: Mark. Oh, my word. If you're a Maker's Mark, and you'd like to sponsor the Brain Candy Podcast.
0: I mean, it's clear to me that it needs to be an alcoholic. (laughs) That's (laughs) rich. Welcome
1: to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. Oh,
0: Wait, you were just getting to somewhere. We were having like a moment because you were saying the more you know, the, more you, the less you know. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, absolutely. Um, that... <sighs> like you were saying, you feel like there's all this stuff you need to work on in yourself?
1: Yeah, and you know, it's not... Oh, it's like the vanilla ice cream analogy. That's what I was saying. That, you know, it's like you never know how good... Mint chip and rocky road taste. If you've only had vanilla your whole life, yeah. but as soon as you you go into thirty one flavors and you see how many there are, you're like, oh my god! I miss. I'm there's this and there's this and there's this and so it's what just are you overwhelming. About yourself.
0: Oh, ooh. you need some more flavors. Well, you know
1: what's funny is <laughs> I heard this fantastic quote the other day. It said, uh, "Your mind or my mind." This person was talking about their own mind, and I'll say it like my own mind. My mind is like a dangerous neighborhood you don't want to go in there alone mm-hmm. so you really need you know i'm a big fan of therapy i'm a big fan of of talk i don't i think our own thoughts can eat us alive and i think it can and it makes us fixate on mm-hmm. the things that are negative negative. and it's the fixating on the bad things where those things turn in from fixations to obsessions. Mm. And obsessions is what gets dangerous. Obsessions are what lead people to commit violent acts. Obsessions are what... I mean, if anything that's self-destructive. A lot of times it's just some, something that popped into your head that you thought, Ooh, I don't like that thought. That's an, That feels icky with me. And then you keep thinking about how it feels icky. Yeah. And it's kind of like the old saying don't think about pink elephants yeah and the more you think about it the more and more and more and more you will and so you can't your brain doesn't understand the word no your brain doesn't understand not do not think of that your brain's like what What? that doesn't make sense does not compute Mm -hmm. you always have to think on the do this give it an alternative Mm -hmm. think of this instead yeah be grateful be whatever yeah. And when the fixation becomes that's interesting. when you keep fixating, and then you obsess, then that's all consuming and then
0: End of the world I'm blood moon. <laughs> blood <laughs> moon. <men. laughs> <Blood men. laughs> that's so interesting cuz like my dad before I was born, he was an alcoholic and then he got into a really bad accident and so he um promised God that he'd never drink again and he didn't. But he didn't replace it with anything. Mm. So he promised not to do something, Mm. but he he Mm. maybe should have promised to do something because he just sort of became a zero. Like he didn't offer anything of value to his family or anything. He just slept all the time. Yeah, he was probably drinking because he was depressed. And when you took that away, then he was really depressed.
1: Depression. Yeah, no fix.
0: So that's an interesting idea. Like if you, your mind should focus on more what you want to do rather than what you. Don't and I think
1: everything that, I think that every religion, every philosophy backs up that, mm-hmm. that thought mm-hmm. or that idea. Yeah. Really. I mean, prayer, y- you know, you pray for good things to happen to people. You know, I pray for them to be healthy. You know, I pray for them to not be sick. Yeah. You know, one yeah. sounds very positive and one sounds a little more like, Ooh. Yeah. You like have a 50% chance anymore. of living versus you have a 50% chance of dying.
0: <laughs> Here we go again. We're getting dark. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. Why do Here's I do that? my iced coffee. <laughs> um, I wanted to get back to talking about monsters. Oh. Because I read this article about the... Holocaust, like the people that worked at Auschwitz. Yeah, they're if they're alive, they're super old now. Right, right, right. Um, But they just um,
1: prosecute them, right?
0: Yeah, that's a thing. And so, like, they just prosecuted this 91-year-old woman. Oh, who worked (laughs) this? Who who worked the telegraph Mm -hmm. at Auschwitz? Mm -hmm. um, And they tried her for the death for being. An accessory to the death of over two hundred thousand people, and she you know she was convicted, obviously. But it's like, I was like, what does this do? I get the yeah. like the theory behind it. I get the idea of justice, but what?
1: I think she had bad lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I would have argued. What? Have you? I'm, and I think I'm getting the name of the, of the school right. The it's either Stafford or the Stanford, I admit be Stanford Prison Trials or Prison Experiment.
0: Oh. You've heard of yeah, this. Yeah, but I didn't know the school associated with it. I think that's, it's either Stanford or something yeah. that sounds like, yeah, where it's, they, I,
1: it's probably the Stanford Prison yeah. Study. Yeah. Where two groups of students, one's the prisoner, one is the uh, guard. And they had to shut it down because yeah. in two weeks, I think there's a movie coming out about this. Yeah. I feel like I heard this recently. Okay. But that was one of the most unethical experiments that ever happened ever ever ever. But and it people us a lot. couldn't both be- People couldn't believe how fast they went from
0: civilized to yeah. if you're to explain to the listener Okay. So person-
1: one group is the guard, one group is, are the prisoners, and the prisoners have no names, they just have numbers. The guards are given all of the power that but they normal all know person, each other. They know each They're other. All They're all students. So yeah. these are just labels. These yeah. are just that nobody did anything. It was like any, mini, miny, mo. Like you're in this group. You're in that room. Totally experiment. So random selection and random assignment. But in a matter of days, I, I wouldn't imagine even hours. Yeah. Prisoners took on the the identity of a prisoner, and even worse, the guards became. Guards who had no sympathy for the prisoners, yeah, who were like doing things, yes, who were doing things that were horrible, were treating them terribly, and this, this, were doing things that were completely out of character. And a lot of it was because they were being told. There's that other experiment with being shocked about the shock. Yeah, the, that's another one yeah. that was horrible. Where they, what does
0: that tell you, though?
1: The people will follow instruction. That more than anything, we. Obey authority, and we want to. You see it from, and it starts from being. It's like put in us from being a child. What, why kids have no reason to listen to their mother?
0: Mm-hmm. If your mom says no, you could be like,
1: why not? Well,
0: but you know, presumably it's from you want to be fed. I mean, my kid can't go out and get. Okay, food. that's true.
1: So <laughs> you know,
0: you know, like, but the at basic, a certain point, you yeah, know, yeah, the so. Well, maybe People it's like, like you're trained, you're conditioned to believe yeah. that listening will bring you good things because that is true. certainly
1: true. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah. That in some way you, by doing, and what it, it there, there were kinds of rewards. Like there's, there's a reward that's physical. There's a reward that you can earn. And then there's the kind of reward that comes from somebody saying you did exactly what I asked you to do. Good job. And that we look at as the same The same kind of lights go off in our brain when we get rewarded in those ways as we do when we get, like, a prize, you know? So I think people anticipating the reward of uh, somebody telling them that you did exactly what you were supposed to, yeah. they'll follow instruction. So your so- lawyer
0: would argue that, look, she was just working the telegraph. Yeah, and, and she was doing her job. Yeah, and it's not her job to... Like, Mm -hmm. be the authority of what's okay. Or make moral moral decisions
1: or things like that. And maybe you could argue, like, should... Oh, that's so tough.
0: I mean, the woman's 91. You should see her picture. It looks like your nana. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. But then at the same time, you kind of murder people. But to me, it feels like a scapegoat because we don't have access anymore to the people that really... You wanna the telegraph? You know, the telegraph worker, telegram yeah. worker, whatever. Yeah, I don't think she was a big. You know, they were saying that she helped make it possible, though. That oh, all the, that's so you know, there was a lot of wheels in motion, and that she was one of them. And but then you, you could you argue that like the parents who raised Jeffrey Dahmer helped make him a. Killer and whatever. No, you can't do that. Well, I suppose you could make that argument if you wanted, but I don't think that's convincing. Okay, well. But I I mean, she worked at Auschwitz, (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, location, location, location. (laughs) Like she didn't have to work there, I suppose. But I mean, I would like to talk to her. Is she sorry? The article didn't say anything about her feelings. Whether she was somebody who believed in the Nazi. (laughs) She's gonna die soon. They should put her in the O-V-E-N. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just... We're back at the death right? <laughs> well, I mean, site. That's so funny. There's moments when i My I'm husband's
1: like, Jewish, so I'm allowed to laugh at that, I think.
0: <laughs> there's moments when I feel the death penalty is horrible and I'm against it. And then there's other times when you hear like a really horrible thing someone did. And you think, oh, well, I would say... I prison's saying,
1: worse. I don't like to let him suffer. You do? Yeah.
0: If it were solitary, I think. Oh, that harsh. yeah,
1: but that oh, prison though. I mean, okay, you okay. Can get used to it. But solitary,
0: <laughs> I act like I know. Solitary that. with like
1: snakes in the cave. I think we should go more that direction. I think that would fall under the cruel and unusual. Yeah, I, I think there's just like certain level, like kill someone, <laughs> murder someone, eat someone. You get cruel and unusual punishment because cruel and unusual also death penalty, cruel. Not so unusual, but cruel. But I, I'm kind of for putting him in a cell that just had like like snakes all over the ground, <laughs> or like mice running all over the ground.
0: Because That freaked me out. I gotta write that down. Like what? How to promote the show? <laughs> Usually, there's a quote. Like last time, it was like "clean your dirty dick." Or yeah, has now say? become my
1: husband's favorite line <laughs> to use.
0: What is snakes on the floor? Okay, yeah why are there snakes on this motherfucking floor yeah and you'd be stuck with them for forever or like maggots or something gross maggots maggots they don't last that long they turn into flies
1: which would be even
0: worse <laughs> you basically like want, to the yes, yeah. I want the plagues yes the angie's list you know and trust is now
1: angie and we're so much more than just a list
0: I was going to talk about DNA and stuff. I don't yeah. know. I, we should wrap it up. It's been too too heavy. It is heavy, but, you know. Is there anything else you've learned that... Ha- I learned... I wondered what you think about... Um, this has nothing to do with crime. But there was this lady that's suing... I think it's Party City or uh-huh. one of those places because of the, the way they market Halloween costumes. And that like two girls and how like little girls for boys there's like 40 different occupations that they have uni- uh, costumes yeah, for yeah. and for girls there's like seven and the rest are like princesses princesses or fantasy yeah. stuff and then when they do offer like a pl- little police girl it's like not what a police woman would wear, or just
1: hypersexualized,
0: yeah, yeah, or or just hyper feminized, yeah. When yeah. that's not the uniform that a police woman would wear, or a p- woman police, at least not one that
1: was not stripping for, <laughs> right, dollar bills,
0: yeah. And so she's suing them because they, you know, I don't know something about that's terrible. Well, first of like, all. I don't... We I, should get Cassie on the horn, that girl from last week. I know, but you know what? I, to, I agree with the woman who's suing them, because I think that's
1: horrible. Yeah. I think, like we always say, it's a s- systemic problem. Yes. Like, I think the problem is, you know, unfortunately, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. You know? But it is. I, I see it all the time. I see this all over the place, where they have the female version. Oh, it's hilarious. You can... uh they, they make, like, BuzzFeed articles about it, of, like, male costumes versus female costumes. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, the best one, like, male shark versus female shark. The shark <laughs> is, like, a full body and it looks like an actual shark. The woman's is, like, tube top, teeny no. tiny shorts, and, like, a shark <laughs> hat or something. Or, or there's another one that's a Wookiee. Male Wookiee, female Wookiee. Yeah, according to Star Wars, they look the same. Right. A um, female looking yeah. co- would be the same as the male yeah. looking. Maybe you know, it's maybe like a throw a pink bow or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like again, knee high fuzzy boots, little tiny loin cloth, fuzzy tube top, and then that armor belt thing that he wears around his shoulder. Yeah. And like,
0: well, the irony though is it doesn't that make like, any sense. whenever that thi- thing happened a, uh, a couple weeks ago about the view, when they talked about nurses, and people got real mad. I didn't hear about this. Well. They were talking about, I think it was a Miss America, maybe Miss USA, I'm not sure, pageant, where for the talent portion, one of the contestants came out and did a... Don't make me laugh. I'm not. I not And did a monologue of about her job. She's a nurse. And so she came out in scrubs and a stethoscope and flats and did a monologue about this patient she had named Joe, and he was an Alzheimer patient or whatever. And on The View, the comedian Michelle Collins... Seemed to be making fun of it, or was making fun of it, um, because he said that her that's not a real talent to like come out and read your emails, basically. <laughs> and then, and then Joy Behar was like, "Yeah, why is she wearing a doctor's stethoscope?" And everyone was like, "It's not a doctor's stethoscope; it's a stethoscope, and the nurses use them all the time." Right. So nurses were like, And you do not f with nurses no, like they are super like, organized. Yeah, and so. It was like this. Plus they make
1: every shot more or less painful.
0: They're typical <laughs> right? of that. They do. And, and, like, that's what everyone was like why, why would you make fun of nurses? But she really was making fun of the contestant for not doing an actual talent Right, statute. right. I get it. And I kind of, you know, I also
1: kind of side with the contestant who, like, I say, you know, good for you because you're not doing something that's like right. fire dancing. And a bikini or yeah, whatever the
0: that's, fuck that's, else they do. People said, like, well, why aren't we mad about the pageant yeah. in general? And, right. Okay. But anyway, Party City or whoever this is mm-hmm. that the woman's suing pulled their um, ads from The View because of this. Oh. When wait. it's like, wait, have you seen your nurses' costumes? Oh, no. Like, joke. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, I think you're doing a disservice to nurses more than The View is. Party City. or Oh, Party City is city's
1: just trying to make good because they feel <laughs> yeah. like, it. you know, so that's they, they're like, oh, look at us. We're upstanding, mm-hmm. you know, whatever.
0: So this has nothing to do with crime. No, You're no. very I mean, informed. It's a
1: crime that there aren't better <laughs> women's costumes out there. That
0: that's why Susie's going to have to be the Unabomber. That's why instead of a sexy police officer with handcuffs. That's sexy nerd. <laughs> I have no desire. I always say I'm going to go with sexy Jesus. Like, sexy <laughs> nerd. like if you really push it it's like, <gasps> then you see how absurd it all is. That's really funny. <laughs> sexy Next baby year. Jesus. <laughs> it gets worse. Like, baby slut. Right. And that's how it is. It's like, what are we doing?
1: So ridiculous.
0: But Oh. Anyway, you know you're going to go as Elsa. Don't deny it. Elsa? <laughs> i frozen. <pros> yeah. <laughs> I do like that movie. Oh, my God. Because it teaches good lessons, Susie. Stop. <laughs> get off Susie. your high horse. <laughs> all right, I, people. That's all we've got for you today. That's it. Sarah, it's always a pleasure. I know. One of these days we'll get on here and we'll talk about something joyful and uplifting. Oh, Not today. It, right? <laughs> Not today. We're going to have to pick a better <laughs> topic. Thanks for listening to the Brain Candy Podcast, everyone. Thanks,
1: guys. Oh, and uh, wait, before we go, don't forget to follow us on all the social media. You can follow us on Instagram at the Brain, Brain Candy, Candy Pod, Podcast.
0: Brain Candy Podcast. Yeah.
1: Follow us on Twitter Brain, Brain Candy, Pod. Candy Pod.
0: And uh, Facebook, Brain Candy Podcast. Yes. And tweet at us. Oh, next week I'll talk in greater detail, but please leave us a review. because oh, yeah. On uh, iTunes, because that will help us. Anyway, thanks guys. See
1: you next week. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator